0: With authenticity, it's building that relationship, but the value
1: you want to make that impact. It
2: can make you happy. the others around Welcome us. to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling.
1: Join your co-hosts Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners, as we explore ways to help you grow your sales.
2: Hello and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? <laughs> I'm so excited to be
1: on this podcast, but before we get started, you know, for those of you who are only listening and you're not watching,
2: Daryl, get yourself a razor, dude. <laughs> Hey, look, it is, as we're recording this, November, <laughs> we're just a couple days in, we're working on it, we'll see what happens. Hey, welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast, and if you're new, you've joined a growing community of sales professionals that are dedicated to being genuine, being authentic, adding real value. We call it Selling from the Heart, and uh, there's going to be some love in the house today, Larry. We're oh, going to have there's a There's going to be a lot of love in the conversation. house. Yeah, you, you're going to really enjoy meeting our friend Jonathan Darling here in a few moments. We've got a lot going on here as we finish out the year. Uh, this is uh, right smack dab as this is being released in the holiday season. So uh, first of all, we just want to say, I hope everybody is, is just in the spirit and enjoying yourself. This is such a fantastic time of year. It's a great time uh, to celebrate, uh, to celebrate family and friends, to say thank you. To our clients and uh to our coworkers, and and it's just such a great time of year larry i'm feeling the spirit already and uh i'm just grateful for everybody in the selling from the heart community especially here's a good segue our friend here we in go Selling from the heart <laughs> insiders group but it is true one of the best uh best gifts of this past year has been the friendships and the community that i've built in the insiders group it's been it's been so
1: I'll use the word joy. It's been such a joy just to see this thing unfold just from just the whole year and a half. And I I use the best word. I think it's just community amongst community. And what's been just the best part of this is the accountability. And that's what you get. It's I call it accountability partners, but we've developed accountability partners inside the Selling from the Heart community where they take our conversations in coaching and our mastermind sessions, and they
2: and they coach themselves. It's totally cool. It's amazing. If you'd love to learn how to be a part of a community like that, a community of like-hearted sales professionals, go to sellingfromtheheart.net/slash-insiders. That's sellingfromtheheart.net/slash-insiders, and learn how you can join us for an upcoming up close and personal with an incredible thought leader, and even give us a try for 30 days. You're going to make some friends, and I think you're going to thank us for it. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. We've got a friend here today, Larry, that is uh, such a kindred spirit and friend. I can't wait for everybody in the Selling from the Heart community to meet our friend, Jonathan Darling. Jonathan, what's going on, man?
1: How's it
0: going, fellas? Thanks for having me here. I really appreciate
1: it. Oh, this this is gonna be good, but I need to set this up because just really quick, I need to give a special shout out to Jonathan's near and dear friend, my near and dear friend, Derek Nave. That's Derek, right. I know you're gonna be listening to this podcast because I gave you fair warning. If it's not for Derek, we don't meet Jonathan. And Jonathan is such a kindred spirit. Welcome to Selling from the Heart.
0: I appreciate it. you know, Larry, when when Derek met you um and Daryl and and started going through this process with you guys, I remember getting a um, a card in the mail from <laughs> Derek, um, with, uh, just saying, Hey man, thank you so much for who you've been in my life, all of these different things. And then he also had, uh, a copy of your book, uh, selling from the heart. And so, um, it, it's been really cool and, and just watching how Derek's grown and, um, it, it's, it's a really, really cool thing to be here with you guys.
2: That's ah, awesome. Thank so you. So fun. So fun. And this is going to be a great conversation. And uh, you know, Jonathan, as we get started, though, the question that everyone on the Selling from the Heart podcast gets, and I'm looking forward to your answer, the champion of lead with love. <laughs> Jonathan, what does it mean to you to sell from the heart?
0: So what Selling from the Heart is, and, and to put in a little context here for people, I've, I've been in sales for 14, 15 years now everything from local door-to-door sales to now leading the sales strategy for North America for a company called Schneider Electric. Uh, Selling from the heart means that, one, you give it everything that you have. Everything that you have, all your emotion, all of your energy, all of your effort, you put towards going and seeing who you can bring value to. And Selling from the Heart, it's it's about that effort, and it's about being focused on the other person. It's not about, yes, we've got to hit sales numbers. Yes, we've got to make income. Yes, we've got quotas to meet. All of those things will come when you truly love and care for your customer. You put their needs first. You do everything you can to understand the journey that they're on so that you can bring them value with your product or with your service, whatever that is, making sure that, that, you know, you're ultimately concerned about them. And when you do that and you give it all of your energy, um, good things happen. And so for me, that's what it means to sell for the heart is to truly love and care for the people that you're selling to your customer, the ones that you're serving and bringing value to, and then doing it with absolutely everything that you have to give inside of you.
1: God, this is so, so good. So, hey, Jonathan, Daryl's a big alliteration freak. So I'm going to expand on what you just said because you just said give it everything. And I'm going to add a couple other E's in here to kick this off is you got to bring energy to Mm -hmm. everything and you got to bring excitement to this as well. And, you know, I'll wrap this up and I I like to call it just giving a rip. But, you know, as we get started, that's, that's just what does giving everything look like? I'm just curious, what does giving everything look like? Let's just peel that back for a moment.
0: You know, for for me, Larry, so this year I had had the great privilege. I got to coach my son's 10U uh, football team. And I would watch them and we would have conversation about, hey, you've got to give it everything you've got. You've got to leave it all out on the field. And it's really hard to contextually understand that unless you're used to giving it right. For us, we we understand if you've played sports, we felt it, but it's not something that you just automatically have. It's something that's learned. This effort is learned. You know, I tell my kids, I don't expect perfection. I expect effort. I expect you to be your best when you need to be at your best, right. And give your best effort at all times. And, and So watching these kids learn to grow and learn how to dig down deep inside to, to run that extra sprint, to go that extra mile, to make that extra effort towards that tackle. That was, I get goosebumps thinking about it now. That was something that they started to understand because, because the expectation, the level of that expectation was set really, really high. And so for me what it is it's it's about are you willing to give the effort even when it gets really really hard to chase the outcome that you ultimately desire are you willing you know for me being in sales when i was when i was more in business development and i'd go out and cold call i would come home exhausted absolutely exhausted and it wasn't just because i got told no 15 16 27 times i come home exhausted because If the gatekeeper wouldn't let me in the front, I would sneak around the back of a building (laughs) and find doors unlocked. Right? I called. uh, There, I always I share this story. I called one guy twelve to thirteen times a day for eight months straight. Eight months straight. I I would I would I would go get get birthday cakes. And take them in the front and pretend to be a singing telegraph telegram person and see it with someone's <laughs> birthday. And and because I was willing to do right within 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 sure. my, my morality and my ethics, right? I was willing to do anything and everything it took to garner attention, to just have a conversation, not to try to sell them something, but to just have a conversation to see if what I had to offer was a fit for them. And if they were a fit for me. And so to me, that's what, that's what giving it your all giving it everything you have looks like you're willing to do anything and everything you can morally and ethically in order to achieve the, 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 the potential outcome that you're looking for.
2: Yeah. You know, and, and to do that takes love. I mean, you don't just, you don't just do that. If you're phoning it in, you got to really, really care. And one of the things I really um, I want to dive into today, I mean, you lead with love. That's what you talk about. That's what you write about, leading with love. In the context of sales, what does it mean to lead with love?
0: So in sales, especially, you know, we have a tendency, guys, to promote into leadership positions, top performers. And I'm not saying that this is the worst practice, but it's not always necessarily the best practice. Because I'll tell you, when I was a top performer, when I was early in my sales career, I was a top performer because I really was only concerned about me. I didn't, I wasn't really concerned about helping those around me get better and to improve. Mm -hmm. And when you when you really start leading for love, what you have to understand is that leadership is not a title. It's not a position. It's not status. It's not any of those things. It's your willingness to love and care for the person beside you and the people that you interact with every single day to influence positive change in their life and to help them cultivate self-belief. And and so when, when you look at that from a sales standpoint, there are so many people to love. You can love your customer, wanting the best for them, wanting to make sure that the actions and the things that you're doing are in promotion of what's in their best interest. You look at the people around you. Yes, it's about, yes, there are numbers to hit, but it's also about helping that person become the best person that they can be as a whole, not just the person in the role. When you're understanding and and you're, you're building this relationship of love with them, when you're leaning in to get to know your people better Um, so that you can understand their dreams, their fears, the things that drive them, their family dynamic the goals that they have for their life, the dreams that they have for their life, then you as a leader, whether you're in positional leadership or just someone who is there to help love and care for them, you can start finding ways that you can start walking alongside of them to help invest in them, to encourage them, to be gasoline to their fire so that they start developing that sense of value that they were created with. Because when people have that value, they are going to act at a higher level when they understand who they are, what they're capable of, that their gifts, talents, and skills were uniquely created for them. And so you just, you walk alongside of there and you see where you can help fill in those gaps to be that gasoline to their fire, to help, to help light that inferno inside of them so that they can go out and achieve the great things that they were created to achieve.
1: God, I want some more of this. Keep it going. (laughs) This is, this is so good, Jonathan, but you, you talk about leaning in, And let's just stop and think about this for a moment. And when we talk about leaning in, you know, you know, I want our listeners out there to really key on this for a moment, because how many of us, right? And I'm going to just drill in on leaders for a moment. Um, How many of us that are in that type of position really, really know what's going on Mm -hmm. with our team? what's really motivating them? What do they really care about? What's going on in their lives right now? And I, I'm a big believer that those leaders, and I know that you lead with heart, but I'm, I'm a firm believer that those leaders who lead with heart will soon develop a team that sells from the heart. 100%. And you got to be willing to lean in. And here's the challenge is how many people are in positions of leadership really know what's going on in the lives of the people on their team.
0: Yep. It's a, it's, I think it's a real, I think it's a real challenge because let's, let's understand. Like I I've led national sales teams, right. And, and we've had tremendous growth. So this, this isn't just theoretical, right. The idea that you can lead with love and everything great will happen and you'll be more productive and you'll, you'll have more profit, No, like this is, this is actually truth. This is actually real life, but the challenge is our day-to-day schedules and priorities become our focus Mm -hmm. instead of our people and our people. Like if you want to learn how to lead with love, your focus has to be on your people. And, and we get caught up in these priorities and these schedules. And that's why I I talked about this idea called micro moments, massive impact. And how it's not, it's not this huge, it's not these huge grandiose actions that allow us to lean in and really get to know our people better. It's these small little moments of interactions, these micro moments that might seem insignificant to some people, but when they're approached with the intention of loving and caring that person, the, the, the impact that they make can be huge. It's, you know, it it's, Taking what I, what I like to call the five minute meeting and having this five minute meeting with your team or or, or an, an individual and go, Hey, Hey, how's your family? What's going on? How was the weekend? You know, you told me that your son was doing this ball game, had this ball game. How did that go? Hey, what's, what's your, what's your priorities for the week? And what can I do to help take any burden off of you so that you can achieve those priorities that you have for the week? How can I help you? Is there anything that I'm doing that you would like me to stop doing? And I always I always end in my five minute meetings with my team by saying, "Hey, I really love working with you. Thank you for everything that you do. And it's those small little moments that I get with those interactions that start allowing me to build the trust and the relationship with that that I need so that I can start learning, about my team and learning those little things and learning where to lean in there. And, and it's, it's really the small moments that make the biggest, the biggest difference.
2: It's so good. And and it's so relevant as leaders um, in sales organizations and sales as sales professionals, we're leaders as well, right? We influence and we influence change. We need to love the people that we get to serve. And I think this is so practical because I know that my tendency is, is to say, I got a lot to do. I got a full calendar. I don't know if I have, I, I love the concept of micro moments because in the middle of the rush, you know, there's, there's this immediate sense that, whoa, 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 I don't know that I have time uh, for all of this. But if we began to think about the impact of these micro moments of reaching out, as we were talking uh, with Adrian Chenault Um, just a week or two ago in terms of really, really giving a rip, paying attention to details and following up in little tiny snippets of time, right? Doesn't have to be long. I think this is, you know, this is how we, we demonstrate love. I mean, I think about the people that I love, I know details about their life and I remember them and I follow up and it's not rocket science. Uh, But it does take some intentionality and it does, does take heart.
0: Well, you know, Daryl, one of the things that you said, and it's, and and it's, it's, it's really so key. And, and it's where we really have to change our mindset. Right. And, and again, change our focus. Time is the biggest excuse we have to not love people Mm. because loving people is hard, Mm-hmm. Loving people takes time. It takes patience. It 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 takes getting into the the mud with people right and getting into the dirt. Like having relationships with people and loving people is not pretty. Like there's there's some dirt in there and and oftentimes we we don't we don't have the time to invest in those people, but yet we want the most out of them. And mm-hmm. we want the most performance out of them. But yet we don't really know where we can help lean in to bring that potential out of them. I, I believe we were all created with unlimited potential inside of us. And it's and it's our job as leaders, it's our privilege as leaders to love people and to draw out that potential so that they can ultimately achieve what it is that that they can, right? That they were made for. And we we have to start looking at our people as the priority that that the time we invest in our people has the biggest ROI mm-hmm. to the goals that we're trying to accomplish as a company, as a sales team, or even as an individual. Okay, so that, mm. that
1: God, this is this is amazing stuff that we're talking about. Thank you so much, Jonathan. But here here's where I want to focus in on, because I think this is my challenge, and I've always said this for a long, long time, you know, here in Selling from the Heart. If we can do the things that we're talking about in on this podcast in our personal lives. So let's just think about what we've spoken about here on the podcast. Think about our friendships and those that are close to us. We do all of those things. Mm-hmm. We lean in. We show how much we love our friends and, and those people close to us. But here's what I want us to think about. Where's the disconnect and why do you feel like that's left at home? And then the minute that we get into the workforce, we tend to leave that to the wayside. I think it's innate in all of us. It's how do we remove that boundary a little bit that says, if we can love on our friends and those close to us, what prevents us from doing that in our professional lives?
0: Yeah, man, that's such a good question. It's actually, you know, to be very transparent with you guys. it's Please do. it, It is... My dogs started apparently sucking themselves and shaking their <laughs> screen. There you go. You, awesome. you can only
1: know that if you're watching this see on it video. Here, bro, so yeah,
0: there you go. Um, you no, know, what what's that? That's the biggest pushback I get, Larry. Is yeah. is around this idea of love and leadership. Is well, oh, that's love. That's that's yeah. personal. That's personal mm. life stuff. You gotta you gotta leave that at you gotta leave that at the door. When you come to work, it's work time. Leave your personal self at home. We have we have created this this paradigm where our work self is different than our home self, mm-hmm. and it's just not true. We're we're not like we we are creating um, multiple personality syndrome <laughs> because we have to be one person at home and different at work and different in yeah. front of our customers. I had a leader um, back when I first got into sales that would that would constantly be like, John, you can't joke around that much with your customers. You can't do that with your customers. You need to be more serious. You need to be more this. And I said, okay, I tell you what, I'll be the way you want me to be. And we'll see if I sell more. And if I don't, and I will give it everything I have, because I don't do anything halfway. And if I don't, then I get to be me. And he said, fine, great. (laughs) So I was, I was more serious. I was more, you know, uh, let's be really serious and... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it, it was horrible because I was not being who I am,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and and that's the thing. We we, it's going to take some courage from some leaders to say, you know what, the old context of leadership, I'm done with it. It's over. I am going to change the way that we lead here at our company, the way we lead our team, or or an individual say, I'm going to change the way that I show up. And I'm going to show up fully me, 100% the person. Because I was given unique gifts, talents, and skills to make an impact on this world wherever I go. And I can't do that if I'm trying to be somebody else. And so it's going to take some courageous leaders to step out and to step up and to say, you know what, we're no longer going to have our people separate who they are when they come into this role, because who they are is who they are and who they can be is what's going to make us extremely successful and make them extremely successful. And then that's what we, that's really what we need to be focused on and really start developing and, and realize that like, look, um, me being me is, is way better than me being anybody else. And if you want my best, then you need to let me show up and be, be me. And, and, um, watch, watch the good times roll from that. I mean, it's, it's a, bu- it's a beautiful thing, and it, but it's hard because that's not what we've been taught in business. We've, we've, we've been taught that the idea of love is this, emo- is, is an emotion. It's, it's touchy feely. It's all this stuff. And, and I, I'm not talking about romantic, lustful, emotional love. Emotions are like the weather they it comes and it goes. I'm talking about the action of love, patience, Kindness, always hoping, always persevering, always pushing forward, keeping no records of wrongs, not not getting offended by the little things in our life that we constantly get offended about. If I love people because I love love isn't a currency, if I love people not for what they give back to me, but because I love people, then it doesn't matter what Larry or Daryl or anybody else says or thinks about me. I'm undefendable because it's not about what you give me in return. And, and it's, it's, a, it's a different approach to business. I get it. But I'm telling you, I've watched it work over and over and over again. I've seen it change cultures. I've seen it change teams. I've seen it change the direction of people's lives. And it, it's, it is the foundation of what leadership should be built on because it's what ultimately will create the environments, the cultures, the peoples, the communities, and the organizations that will thrive in this world.
1: Hey man, this is this is why we're building this movement, Daryl. Is exactly mm-hmm. what Jonathan just said. This is why it's so important.
2: Mm-hmm. I agree wholeheartedly, and and I just want to say that what you were what you were touching on, which is the substance of love. Right, love is not just touchy feely. Love's not just emotion. Uh, there's a substantive part of all of this and what we need to make sure that we're doing as sales reps and this is what we talked about in the trust formula that we rolled out in the trust building challenge is trust is a combination of authentic relationships plus meaningful value so there's there is the emotional relational side but that side needs to be demonstrated in action and value delivered so true and it's and and <laughs> Uh, so none of this stuff is easy. No,
0: <laughs> but it's so simple. Bingo. It's so simple. But and you you know one of the things, and this is this is a real caveat too, guys. And I, I and I think you would I think you would agree. And it's one of the biggest challenges that I think we face in this world, is that you can't give what you don't have first and so if i was to sit there and say okay daryl larry you guys are uber successful you guys are awesome i need you guys to write me a check for 10 million dollars right now could you do it
2: i mean larry probably could
0: larry
1: probably <laughs> could but could could
0: oh, larry t- go tell
1: my wife on that one daryl
0: yeah but if if you gave it to me would it bounce
2: exactly yeah
0: because you can't you can't give me what you don't have and so That's right if you don't, you've you've got to have some love for yourself too. You've mm-hmm. got to be kind and patient to yourself. You've got to you've got to stop holding on to the mistakes that you've had in 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 life and the and the things that maybe didn't go re- well in your past and understand that you still have an incredibly great future because mm-hmm. you you cannot pour from an empty cup. So as leaders, if we want to lead from lead from a position of love, we first have to love ourselves so that we can give from that love to other people to help them understand their value and to, and to invest in people and to build those trusting relationships. Right. And, Uh and that's, that's so incredibly key because we live in a world right now where, where it's a lot of comparison, it's a lot of depression, it's a lot of anxiety, it's a lot of self, um, self hate and, and, you know, focus totally on the wrong things. Um, so in order for you to be a leader who leads with love, you've 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 got to do some internal um, inspection there, right? And you gotta get your engine running right. You got to get your heart in the right place so that then you can give that heart to others.
1: God, yeah, so this is so good. Hey, Daryl, I'm I'm listening to what Jonathan has to say. And, and you know, you answered the question so well at the beginning of the podcast, you know, what's it mean to you to sell from the heart? And I think back to Jason Van Camp, who's the author of Deliberate Discomfort and daryl asked him jonathan what's it mean to you to sell from the heart and this is what he said it depends on what's in your heart (laughs) right yeah and and it it goes along the lines of what you were just saying is you know if those leaders out there want to lead with the heart i mean it's a mirror moment they got to look at what's inside their heart yeah
0: yep and it's and it reflects down to everything and i you know i remember i remember being on phone calls Where I was, I was attempting to set a meeting with a customer, you know, and, and doing these phone blocks and all these different things. And, and every time my intention for the call was to set a meeting, guess what happened?
1: You didn't set a meeting.
0: I never set the meeting because my intention was selfish. It was about me. It was about me getting a meeting And that was my focus. That was everything that I was driving towards was setting that meeting, setting that meeting. And I never set a dang meeting. And when I realized that my intention should be learning about that customer and learning whether or not they are a customer that I can bring value to. It's not just about me qualifying them. It's about them, you know, uh, as a customer, like I've got to qualify it too, if my time, if, if they need me. Right. And so you know, once I started focusing on them and my intention being on them, their needs, are they a good fit for what I have? Am I a good fit for what they need? I was setting me. I, I couldn't stop setting me. I was like, Oh my gosh, like what, what changed? The intention of my heart changed. It wasn't about me anymore, it was about them. And and love isn't about me. Love, love isn't about me, it's about other people. I do have to love myself, but the intention has to be. I can love myself so I can love others better.
2: What a great conversation, Jonathan. I am so grateful for uh, your heart in all of this. And I know our listeners are going to want to get to know you and connect with you. We'll put a link in the show notes. A final word of wisdom is as we get ready to wrap up our conversation today.
0: Yeah. So um, we are all in the construction business. We're all in the construction business. And we've been given these tools that we can use every single day to either build people up or to tear people down. So we need to really begin to choose our tools wisely.
2: Mm. Perfect. Jonathan, uh, you're awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. You're a true selling from the heart champion. Uh, We really appreciate you sharing your heart with us today. That was awesome.
0: Yeah. Thanks for having me on guys. I I love what you're doing. I love the message and uh, I'm really honored to be a part.
2: Awesome. Awesome. Until next time. Thank you. Thank you, Jonathan. Oh, Daryl. I knew that was going to be good, (laughs) but whoa. So this is a rewinder and uh, there's so much to soak in here and to really, um, to really put to work. I, I I loved the way uh, that Jonathan talked about love being something that is substantive it's it's not it's not a mushy gushy feeling when we say we love our clients yeah, there may be some there are feeling i hope there's a little bit uh but there's the action part of it and this is you know at the end of the day as he said just a moment ago we've been given tools we all have tools what are we going to do with them are we going to use them are we going to build up are we going to tear down are we going to invest in people?
1: And, and this is this is why it's so important to have the alignment of your heart and your head together. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, I, I think back and, it, and it's why the self-reflection journal is so important. that goes along with selling from the heart and it ties so well into what Jonathan said. You got to mm. go, you know, if you want to lead from the heart, you're going to go on a journey to maybe – rediscover, uncover what's in your heart. And that's what you get on the self-reflection journal. So this is a, this is a great time. In fact, this is a great time of the year to just to s- take a step back and look at what's in your heart. And as you push into 2022, what would it mean to you and your team if you led with your heart? Wow. If that's... you led with love, what would that look like? How would that grow your team? How would it grow your relationships? And how would it grow your sales?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And if you want to Invest in yourself. Uh, get a free copy of this Selling from the Heart Self Reflection Journal. Uh, I'm thankful that you put that together, Larry, because it is really a very practical tool that you can use to get in touch with your own heart and do some business there. Just go to Selling from the slash journal or text the word heart to twenty one thousand. That's heart to twenty one thousand, and you can get a copy of the Self Reflection Journal. I can't think of a better way. Uh, to invest some time over the holiday this year, and and to really set yourself up for an authentically successful 2022.
1: That's oh, it's so good, so so good. Well, what an amazing this, this- <laughs> <laughs> we gotta have, you know what? We gotta have Jonathan back again. We gotta go round two on this. I'm one.
2: pretty sure we will. Well, everybody, thank you so much for sharing your time with us today, and thank you for putting your heart into what you do. Uh, we would love to get to know you in the Insiders Group. You can get a free pass to come to our next Up Close and Personal at SellingFromTheHeart.net/slash-free-pass. dash It's rolling across the bottom if you're watching on video, or just message me or Larry, and we'll get you hooked up. Till next time, keep being genuine, keep being authentic, keep adding real value, lead with love, and most of all, sell from the heart.
1: Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.